0: Hello and welcome to the Leaders' Council podcast, the podcast for the people who run the country and the people who keep the country running. You join us on a cloudy day here in the capital city as once again we ensure we have a variety of distinct perspectives on leadership. My name is Scott Challoner, and I'm delighted to be joined on today's programme by Xander Garthes. Xander is one of the only flow state consultants in the world and CEO of Humans in Flow an altered form of consciousness where people enquire enhanced focus, immerse in activity and lose track of time, boosting creativity and productivity. Xander, very warm welcome to you, and thank you ever so much for taking the time to join us today.
1: Thank you very much, Scott. It's a real pleasure to be here with you.
0: It's a real pleasure having you join us as well, Xander. Now, um, the purpose of this discussion is, first and foremost, to establish your take on leadership. So if we... L- go aside for a moment um to begin with and just look at that word leader in isolation for a second i'm interested to understand what that word means to you personally and what a leader ought to be in your eyes
1: a leader is someone that shifts people's paradigms if you're thinking in the context of a of a company a leader can show that work and pleasure are one And the same and this is very not very uh, well understood because most people think I need to work and then with the money I can enjoy and have fun but once you find fun in the work by being fully committed seeing a bigger picture seeing the the possibility of achievement of realization of dreams then it becomes in itself a source of pleasure and research shows that people are happier (laughs) during the time they are working than when they are having their free time free time most most people watch TV and they, they get bored frustrated time passes this Monday again they need to work and then they say what, what did I do so understanding that connection is the work of a leader and letting people open to new possibilities is by empowering them to come up with solutions because as a leader people come to them and say how can I solve this problem I ask people that work with me to come with the problem and I request the solution so it's a connection very powerful connection
0: I think there's some incredibly important messages to take away from that for sure this idea that people can really try things for themselves and take on their own form of leadership I think that's incredibly important um, because learning through experience and trying things is one of the best ways that we can hope to develop. And of course, part and parcel of that as well is going to be maybe making one or two mistakes along the way. So it's important from a leader's perspective to make sure that there isn't a blame culture when those mistakes come around and to make sure that people are ready to embrace those as a learning curve. That's also incredibly important, isn't it?
1: Yes, totally. People need to make mistakes to learn.
0: And if we think about sort of your personal people management style now, is under in the context of, of course, your company, Humans um, in Flow. Um, what do you, um, how would you sort of describe your own sort of leadership model?
1: I drive on adversity, and I know that problems come with solutions. Sometimes it takes time to find a solution, but it's adversity brings us so many opportunities to see things anew. If you, if you look back we only have computers nowadays. We all take for granted we all have computers. But the war was the opportunity to bring computers to life because we had to decipher the Enigma machine s- messages and all that. And then the computer was invented for that and now it evolved and we have what we have. So now we are in war with the virus, so can you imagine how many new things will come up that you don't even have a glimpse of what's possible. And I like very much the leadership style that Google has. 20% of the time that you have to work, you will dedicate to a project that you decide you will put your energy into. So. For example, if you have a very, very powerful idea, very interesting, and you go to your manager and you say, wow, I want to work on this project. And I need five engineers to help me to put all this together, and it's going to be incredible. The manager might look at it and understand and say, wow, this is really incredible. But I cannot give you five engineers. You need to pitch To all the engineers that you know or don't know, your idea. If they want to join you, because they want to join you, that's leadership, you can have 5, 10, 20, as many as you want, but you need to pitch the idea, pitch the dream. So this makes everything change because it is leadership with joining forces. It's all about community, being together and together we we find solutions to any problem.
0: Mm. I think you're absolutely right in what you say there in the sense that this quite difficult and quite sensitive time has really forced the hand of business to innovate. So it's forced those business leaders to really step up. And your profession, of course, involves supporting ambitious business leaders and professionals to achieve that sort of ultimate performance by sort of learning how to almost reach the, uh, the flow state in a certain way. Um, during this time yeah. where we've had a lot of period of self-reflection then – Um, Have you found that there have been more people essentially coming to you for that little bit of extra guidance?
1: Oh, yes, totally. One very interesting thing is that creativity is needed in all areas. Doctors need creativity, um, engineers, everyone. But it's almost impossible to teach someone how to become more creative. What was discovered is that you become more creative when you achieve this altered state of consciousness called flow or being in the zone. Once you are in the zone, you become more productive. McKinsey ran a 10-year study and they found out that executives in flow are 500% more productive, which is incredible, is off the charts it also enhances creativity, it liberates creativity. Some studies show that you can become from 400 to 700 percent more creative while in flow. So, people are awakening for for this possibility and training uh, how to become more creative involves getting into flow states. So, There are many circumstances, there are many triggers that can help people get into that state of super-focus and we need that for this moment in time and I think it's going to grow massively, the awareness around flow.
0: It certainly is um important, of course, in getting the uh, the best out of people and allowing them to reach that state of creativity uh, where they can really express themselves fully. And um interestingly, of course, um, your role involves working with some of these uh, professionals and helping them achieve that. But um, whereas you're inspiring these people in a certain ways under through the work that you do, where would you say you have drawn inspiration from yourself as you've sort of developed through uh, your career and gone on this journey of your
1: own? There is one in particular, called Mike Harris, that uh, he taught me how to pitch, how to introduce an idea that's clear and interesting and seductive, in a way. So he created three multi-billion pound companies, which is very rare to find someone like that. And uh, one of them, you probably know, first direct. So, you would bank through the phone, over the phone. Uh, another one, it was Mercury Communications, another one, Egg. And, he, first of all, he had just an idea, f- first direct, how to bank over the phone. So, he went pitching bank after bank after bank. They all thought he, w- he was not having a good idea, it wasn't good. And, he kept teaching. And then finally he found a partner and put the structure together and everything else is history. So he taught me how to structure my thought, to introduce ideas, because we need to be bold enough to come up with new ideas and not everyone will understand it. So this was very, very powerful. and someone else that is really impacting me and also the world is uh, Peter Diamandis creator the, of the X prize so he is fascinated about space travel and all that and he was still expecting that nasa would maybe create some um space ter- tourism yeah so we c- could go on orbit and maybe go to the moon or something and NASA wasn't doing anything because it was a big company and he decided to create a challenge and he offered 10 million dollars to the per- first person that would be able to go into orbit with a spaceship, come back down and then with the same spaceship go up again and come down. and. Uh, I think it was 16 companies invested a lot of money around a hundred million together to to create one uh, project that would be able to do exactly what he wanted and then the winner of the prize sold the rights to Richard Branson and now Richard Branson is heading the space tourism so you see challenges when you create a challenge and you have a prize it's very seductive and it can really change everything that you you imagine in terms of the future so bold requests and dreaming the impossible well now is the right time to move these ideas forward because if you can dream it you can do it <laughs>
0: It's an incredible message to take away uh, for those tuning into this. Be willing to, of course, dream big and chase those dreams, because especially at a time like this where there is that need now to adapt and innovate, people rightly, as you say, are more willing to listen to these ideas. And if we think about that and address what the future now holds for yourself, Xander, and for humans in flow going forward into the, uh, the next 12 to 18 months, as we embrace the challenges of the new normal that has been brought about by the COVID-19 situation, what's next for you in your business and what do you really hope to achieve
1: well the future looks very promising I'm training new consultants I'm also in conversations with uh, an expert in franchise to to format the, the, the service of coaching flow state into a franchise and I think there are lots of new opportunities In the marketplace and people can take advantage of it Uh, for example now a few days ago I was thinking of circumstance that a lot of people need to be indoors and sometimes they have the kids around and it's not the office environment so what if an uber car that may be around you already because they're all over the place they have no clients you, they can charge you to sit down on a parked car close by to your house and then you will spend 2-3 hours there of silence and quiet time doing your work on your computer and you become productive and then you go back home and the Uber driver doesn't spend any petrol and charge you for the time that you were uh, in the car. So Things like that, or perhaps now in pubs, could have a, an express line. You grab your drink, gla- grab your bottle of wine and your glasses, go scan uh, the, the bottle and pay with your contact You don't need to talk to anyone, don't need to shout, don't need to get close to anyone. Express line. Bang. So, many other things like that I think will be appearing and will surprise us something very simple but uh well the future will tell
0: Certainly sounds like exciting times um, as, of course, you get to grips with helping people adapt and um, innovate them into the future as we adjust to the, uh, the new normals. And, uh, and you know, given how interesting it's been having you discuss some of these um, issues with us on the uh, the program today and some of these plans, I think it would be fantastic to catch up and have you back on with us in future just to see how things are getting on in a few months' time and maybe talk about some of the exciting projects that you have helped um, people with.
1: Oh, yes, that would be fantastic. Thank you.
0: I think so as well, Zander. It's been a real pleasure having you uh, join us today, of course. And I thank you once again ever so much uh, for the time taken to uh, join us on the program. And most importantly, until we do speak again, do take care and do stay safe with all still going on.
1: Thank you and all the best for you. Have a good day.
0: That was Zander Garces speaking, one of the only Flow State consultants in the world and CEO of Humans in Flow. Coming up next on today's programme, I'll be handing over to Matthew O'Neill for his exclusive interview with former Education Secretary, Lord Blunkett. Um, Lord Blunkett is today an active member of the House of Lords, the Chairman of the Leaders' Council of Great Britain and Northern Ireland, and a prominent former Labour MP and Secretary of State. Despite being blind from birth, Lord Blunkett became one of the most prominent politicians of his generation, holding a number of senior positions in Tony Blair's Cabinet and serving as the MP for his Sheffield, Brightside and Hillsborough constituency for 28 years. He was elevated to the House of Lords as Baron Blunkett of Brightside and Hillsborough in August 2015. And I hope that you enjoy listening just as much as Matthew relished the opportunity to speak with him. All of that is coming up next.
2: Lord Blunkett, welcome.
3: Thank you very much. It's very good to be with you.
2: This has been the Leaders' Council podcast.
0: Thank you for celebrating excellence in leadership with us. I've been your host, Scott Chaloner. Until next time, goodbye. Thank you for listening to our podcast. The views expressed within the podcast do not reflect the views of the Leaders' Council of Great Britain and Northern Ireland, its parent company or subsidiaries, members of staff.